Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. Welcome to our show. We have a jam-packed show for you tonight, all the way from Donald Trump is interfering with the 2020 election, saying he will not fund the USPS post office, I'll explain. The Dallas Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones, says there will be fans in the seats at uh, AT AT&T Stadium. Also, the coronavirus versus the classrooms versus Trump. We're going to talk about all this tonight. Get ready as we welcome Almost Wars with Wars and None for the Law of Politics as All You Need to Know Radio starts right now. Good evening, everybody, and let's welcome Amos to the show. How are you, Amos? I'm very well, John. Thanks for having me on. So, today, President Trump admits to blocking USPS funding over mail-in voting because he believes that's a way he can control the election. Is that legal? (laughs) Um, The intent makes it likely illegal. Um, Under election law, it's um, a violation of multiple election laws to intentionally um, destroy voting, basically, to make it hard for a a person to vote intentionally. That's a violation of law. Uh, there's also constitutional protections such as the Equal Protection Clause that um, make it so if a state law in Texas is different from a state law in New York with regards to voting, which is a federal right, that is arguably an equal protection violation. Um, the question is, is it legal? The answer is probably not because of his statement of intent. But as uh, we've already discussed on the show on multiple occasions, um, enforcement is a very, very significant issue uh, as to this president and this complicit Senate, because if the president is guilty of a criminal law violation, a high crime or misdemeanor, um, according to the Office of Legal Counsel, he cannot be indicted. So instead, he needs to be impeached. And, um, you know, there was an impeachment that was filed where we had smoking gun evidence that he asked the president of Ukraine for a favor to benefit his own electoral chances. Um, And the Republican Senate didn't even allow witnesses of the impeachment trial. So, you know, 
the issue is not whether or not it's legal. The issue is will he get away with it? Um, and unfortunately, it appears that he may. I'm going to keep your mic open, but listen to what he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, sure. They they want three and a half trillion uh, billion dollars for the mail-in votes. Okay, universal mail-in ballots. Three and a half trillion. They want twenty-five billion dollars. Billion for the post office. Now they need that money in order to have the post office work, so it can take all of these millions and millions of ballots. Now, in the meantime, they aren't getting there. By the way, those are just two items. But if they don't get those two items, that means you can't have universal mail-in voting. I mean, that's pretty deliberate to me. Let's also go on and let you, let you know that Forbes.com says the Trump administration continued its attacks on the U.S. Postal Service and voting rights Thursday as President Trump admitted he is denying USPS funding to block mail-in voting while the White House econo- economic advisor, Larry Kudrow, who I hate that guy, called voting rights mm-hmm. not our game, prompting an outcry from the Democrats alleging Trump is sabotaging the election through his continued politicalization of the post office. Yes, yeah, so I think the Ford, Forbes article is apropos, and the analysis, your analysis is correct, that it, even if it's not technically illegal, it's sabotage um, and is inappropriate and antithetical to American values. Um, the, the issue, and, and you know, here's the thing, is it's part of a broader strategy to depress the vote. Um, it's not just mail-in ballots, even though in the coronavirus um, pandemic universe that's incredibly important in this election it's also um having republican governors reduce polling places in democratic strongholds it's also um having republican governors and state houses make it more difficult to register to vote reducing early voting periods and as we've seen in some other jurisdictions such as North Carolina occasionally outright election fraud. Um, so there's um, it's a broader suite of strategies to attack voting rights in America. And I think the Democrats are right to call them out and be apoplectic. But um, to your point, to the extent that it is illegal, the right way to go about that is by issuing articles of impeachment, which I understand politically may be a tough pill to swallow. It might might be a tough pill to swallow, but um, there's other matters that he can be impeached about, and I was always an advocate of impeaching him over some of the other matters that um, he could potentially be impeached over. The Senate has proved a bunch of uh, they've lost their balls, basically. Even the women. Yes. The, um, I mean, the, the Republican is, is, senators in particular are so craven. I mean, Mitch McConnell has shut down ninety-five percent mm-hmm. of voting booths in his area in his in his election. In Kentucky, how, how can they I, I, do I, that? Mm, well, um, there's. The Civil Rights Act of the 60s, 1964, I believe, the Voting Rights Act of 65, um, were put into place to make it more challenging for things like poll taxes and literacy tests 
to be enforced at the local or state level. And um, under Obama's presidency, during Obama's presidency, the Roberts court in a decision that I think was very poor basically said racism's over. Um, we don't need to continue to monitor these historically racist states um, with regards to the Voting Rights Act and kind of changed the rules. And um, that has proven to be a disastrous decision on the ground because a lot of the states that were previously being monitored, like Georgia, have been some of the most egregious violators when it comes to various different types of voter suppression and, frankly, outright election fraud. And, you know, the federal government doesn't directly control state voting matters. So um, the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act from the 60s were the checks, the federal checks against Brian Kemp degaussing the server after his election that he allegedly won but probably lost. And um, the fact that there is no national outcry about these matters or the national outcry is about you know, specifically ballot, mail-in ballots, which makes sense, newsworthy in the coronavirus world. But um, I, I would like to see better messaging from the Democrats about the persistent barriers to entry. I mean, they're afraid of democracy. They're afraid of the voters. Um, I mean, almost, the, the federal GOP, I think it's fair to say, they're afraid of the voters. Absolutely. So are we to the point that we should start telling people – Wear a mask, wear two masks, wear three masks, but go and vote in person. I mean, because I want this I mean, guy out of office. Seriously. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I think that that's a reasonable question to ask. And I personally, almost Lawrence, will be voting in person, early voting in person, as I always do. Um, I will, in fact, wear a mask and I'll try to wear gloves as well because my electronic voting booth, I am. Um, have <laughs> I have a low confidence that that is well cleaned, um, but I I do think that for you know my my grandparents who are in their 90s, I think it would be very stupid for them to go in person to vote, and so I want them to have the option to do a mail-in ballot, and um, they like many others have requested mail-in ballots um, well in advance. And um, there's a real question of whether that vote will get counted, and um, it's, it's very concerning to me. Uh, well, I also think that uh, we sh- uh, an easy policy, John, just one second, an easy policy, John, that the government should be doing if they actually want people to vote in the coronavirus is uh, – ballot drop boxes where you don't have to go through the USPS, you fill out your, you get your ballot mailed to you, you fill it out at home, and then you drop it off at a pre-designated location like a polling place. That's the better policy. Wouldn't that give Donald Trump the, the ability to have people go steal those ballot boxes? I mean, I don't hold <laughs> well, anything you know, uh, outright that this guy wouldn't do. And outright election fraud, that what you're describing is election fraud, and outright election fraud is something to be worried about. I mean, if you look at the instances of election fraud that have happened in the last 10 years, or frankly in my entire 35-year-old lifetime, they pretty much have always, as far as I can recall, they've basically always been Republican operatives. And there's a, there's a difference between election fraud and voter fraud. Voter fraud is one person. 
voting when they shouldn't have, voting twice, um, you know, like fail-in voting, something like that. Um, election fraud is different, and election fraud is where a political operative um, commits fraud, so uh, an intentional act that harms others done maliciously, um, to affect a voting, uh, to, to affect a vote, uh, to affect an election or a vote count, and that. Electoral fraud is, in my opinion, far more serious, and it seems to always happen from Republicans. And so your point is apropos. I think you're, you're exactly right that you know we need to be careful that they're not stealing ballot boxes, or instead of ballot boxes, we need to be careful that they're not manipulating electronic voting machines, which in my opinion, that's likely what really happened in the Georgia gubernatorial election a couple of years ago. Um, the one that I referred to earlier with Brian Kemp, the Secretary of State, the Galveston servers after the lawsuit was filed. Um, mm-hmm. That's um, that's the most brazen electoral fraud I've seen in my lifetime, and it was obviously by a governor, so, I mean, by a Republican. And so, you know, your point is is good, but I do, at least in counties like Dallas and you know Harris, Houston, and Austin, and things like that, in kind of the bigger counties. They have nonpartisan election judges and multiple of them, um, and I think it would be hard to quite literally steal a ballot box. Um, but, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. You know what I mean? Exactly. So what are we suggesting to people now? Do we not mail it in? We tell them, hey, go vote in person, because I think Donald Trump thinks that's a way he's going to win. And I've got news mm-hmm. for him. Almost 170,000 Americans have died on his watch, and in my view, Mm. you don't get to be president if 170 people Mm -hmm. die on your watch. Not to mention, he's lying about the virus to the point he's put American lives in danger. He's trying to force Mm -hmm. our kids to go back to school. 69 kids Mm. have died. Hey, how Mm -hmm. long do we have you tonight? I mean, I can go for another 15, 20 minutes. Um, Let's take a quick break. Sure. And when we come back, we will uh, talk more about this. And I'm going to ask you about the new vice president nominee for the Democrat Party. What do you think about that? Yes, sir. All right, guys. So you are listening to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. We are heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Also, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere, Tumblr. Anywhere that you have social media, we are there. We invite you to please go follow us. Our show tonight is brought to you by PB Entertainment Group. You can also find them on all social media. As we go to break, let's go with Dirty Pop by NSYNC, because this is Dirty Politics. We'll be right back. PC Deadline. And if you do, it will be triple matched. Experts from Nate Silver's 538 to the Cook Political Report all agree Democrats can take back the Senate. We're really doing well. But if we miss our, this goal, we won't be able to do it. We're already so close towards meeting our goal, but we can't leave anything to chance. Every dollar you give from now until the official FEC deadline will be triple matched so we can flip the Senate and ditch Mitch. Please. You're not just making a website. You're making an impact with your blog, small business, or side hustle. 
It all starts when you first log into your Bluehost account. We'll help guide you through the basic decisions for setting up your new WordPress site. It's the get-to-know-you phase of our new relationship. Then check out our all-in-one dashboard, which makes it easy to manage all the major functions of your website. Think of it as your site's stylish new headquarters. From here, you can choose from hundreds of custom themes for the design you want, discover and install essential plugins for the features you need, and you've got yourself a website that can sell, share, and do almost anything. Then take your website even further with smart marketing tools that boost your site in search results and help draw in the largest crowd. Whether you're new to WordPress or a seasoned pro, our experts are just a chat, email, or phone call away to help you turn a good site into an amazing site. So come on, ready to make your impact? Start building today with Bluehost, the perfect place to WordPress. Less than two years ago, mortgage rates were between 55 and 6%. Do you know right now mortgage rates are nearly half of that? You can call TexasLending.com and may be able to drop your mortgage rate in half. Call 972-387-4600 or go online and apply with TexasLending.com. If you save just 1%, on a $240,000 mortgage loan, you may save up to $200 every month in interest. Apply that savings towards your mortgage. Pay it off faster. Call TexasLending.com today, 972-387-4600. We've won the Consumer's Choice Award for the last 13 years. Call right now. Talk with a live person for a free quote, 972-387-4600, TexasLending.com. When you think market. 4100 Alpha Road, Suite 300, Dallas, Texas, 75244. NMLS number 137773, Equal Housing Lender. All right, everybody, welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. That is Otep, the queen of metal. Her uh, song is Lords of War. Any of our artists that we go to break with or you hear about, please go support the arts. Go to iTunes, Google Play, anywhere you can support the arts by purchasing their music. Welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood, with our constitutional attorney, uh, Almost Warrant. Do me a favor, almost give your telephone number. Guys, if you need legal help, this is the guy you need to call. Absolutely. Thanks for the plug, John. Uh, my law firm is called Warrant and Nun. Uh, we can be found on, our, on the internet at warrantnun.com. My phone number is 972-863-9592. We do serious personal injuries, anything to do with real estate and business and general civil litigation. So we decided that call, to call Donald Trump's bluff and say, do not mail your ballot in right now because the post office is being taken over by Donald Trump. First of all, mm. he has somebody that is one of his biggest donors as the postmaster general. How the fuck did that happen? Mm-hmm. That guy doesn't know anything mm-hmm. about running the postal service. He's made changes where people are not even getting their medicine on time. and it's it's very frustrating to sit back and watch this guy get just he gets by with so much shit 
that hurts so many people. Yes, sir. Like, like right now, he will not sign the stimulus package because the Republic, the Democrats want money for the Postal Service to bring them up to date with all the mail-in that's going to come in, and he won't sign Can it. Can I actually make a slight factual correction about that? Absolutely. Because um, I actually think it's important, and it shows the state of our politics how bad it really is. So the, typically there's an executive that has veto power. That's how our Republican uh, – our three – branch system of government is supposed to work is the Congress submits legislation, so the House and the Senate pass legislation, and the President has the opportunity to veto. But Mitch McConnell and the other Republican leadership in the Senate are so weak and craven that they have made clear that they will not execute they – will, they, will, they won't pass a bill through the Senate if they know Donald Trump will, will not support it. So basically, Donald Trump and the executive branch have um, – it's almost like a super veto where the Senate won't even take up the bill. So, so the House of Representatives has passed a bill, and the Senate won't bring the bill to a floor vote because they know that in its current form, Donald Trump won't sign it. And Mitch McConnell has been doing that for essentially the entirety of the 117th Congress. So, you know, the House of Representatives has passed all kinds of bills, um, voting and electoral protections to, to protect against um, electoral fraud, like you were just describing. Um, they've also passed multiple coronavirus stimulus package and relief packages, and they've passed other things like um, environmental protection. The Green New Deal has had some bills around it that have been passed by the House of Representatives, and the Senate doesn't even take them up. Mitch McConnell doesn't even try to vote on them because he knows that Trump won't support them. So it's to, 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 we talk a lot of bad stuff about Trump, and as a man, he's got some serious personal problems. That's an understatement, but um, it's not just him. It's the whole GOP that is complicit in the wounding of American values like liberal democracy and um, one person, one vote. Still, like Mitch McConnell is not going to do – like you just said, he's got 200 and something mm-hmm. bills sitting on his desk, and – I'm exactly. sorry that his daddy, Donald Trump, doesn't approve, but that's not what the founding fathers thought of when we were going through – when they were doing the, our constitution. You are they exactly never thought correct. that one, they, one branch of the government would just fold and bow to the president like he's king. Mm-hmm. This guy is so evil, and, I just can't even say it. And when you, when you talk about his, his evilness… What you're really talking about is Republican policy, is GOP policy on taxes, on health care. You were talking about um, the, the monies involved, like several billions involved um, in the coronavirus stimulus package that the Democrats have passed that we want to give to part of those, that those funds go to the post office. Understand that in the year of 2020, which is not even over, we have a deficit of $2.8 trillion, okay? Um, that's where the government spends more money than it takes in. So the federal government's 
deficit in the year of 2020 is $2.8 trillion. It's the worst it's ever been by a lot. Are we getting significant more services out of the federal government? No, we're not. What happened is there was this massive corporate tax cut that blew a hole in the budget. And now, you know, he's saying, but we don't have the money for the post office. Well, it's because you cut taxes on the wealthiest people in the world. And the, his friends are the ones that got most of the money. Let's go to the stimulus package, exactly. the very first one they did. Almost mm-hmm. every one of Donald Trump's supporters received millions of dollars. I watched Including today, people who – I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, including some companies that didn't really have a business, that really what they did is they formed businesses and applied for CARES Act and PPP funding, and because of political connections, received substantial um, low-interest and forgivable loans that were just not available. And this the type of stimulus is it's insane. I mean, if you look at Europe where like Spain, they give people eighty percent of their incomes and tell them to stay home. And what do you know, their economy is doing fine and uh, their coronavirus is doing much better. And, you know, they're just the whole thing is a sham. And so, you know, I hear what you're saying. How can he get away with such evilness? And well my and surprise, hope is he Donald Trump knows crooks. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised about right, that at all. Exactly. I mean, corporations that are shell corporations. In, think, and, yeah. What I'm interested in is I think that we may be looking at a pretty nasty October surprise from Michael Cohen. Um, I I'm think that so uh, his, tell, his tell-all book, I think, might be the biggest tell-all book yet. Um, the guy was his fixer for 20-plus years. Knows where all the bodies are buried. It, if Donald Trump doesn't come back and pardon him first, don't don't mm, think I don't about think that's the happen. last guy. Really? Why? Um, because of what happened about three weeks ago, which I think we talked about it on the show, where um, they tried. So Cohen, and this is a different kind of BS, criminal justice reform. Cohen's lawyers were able to successfully petition him to serve his sentence for that he pled when he pled guilty for uh, campaign finance violations uh, they petitioned for him to have his sentence him serve out his sentence in his New York home and um, he, that was successful and then the Trump administration alleged that he was in violation of his probation um, and then tried to force him to stipulate that he would not publish his tell-all book and his attorneys filed motions, and the court um, held essentially that he was not in violation of his probation. And the fact that they and they took him back to prison, and that they needed to release him back into house arrest because it was obviously retaliatory um, for him releasing his tell-all book. So the the Trump folks have been trying to fix the Cohen problem and the federal courts won't let them because Cohen is fighting back. I, I think. Well, and like with Roger Stone, I think his name was, I mean, it was back mm-hmm. and forth. I mean, he was literally about to go to prison within a couple of days and then Donald right. Trump pardoned him. So he actually, you know, Michael Cohen, him, he commuted him, which is even worse. In my opinion, he worse. commuted the sentence. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So, and with Michael Cohen, Michael Cohen has lied so much. I don't know that I trust him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's lied directly to the, to the senators or the Congress or the House. Mm-hmm. And then the, 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 definitely to the Senate Intelligence Committee. Yeah. I mean, so, you know. So, all right. Well, but he knows where all the bodies were buried. He did the, um, you know, the, 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 the the dirty deals for him in New York City and Las Vegas and China over 20 plus years, that was Cohen. So, you know, he's putting out a tell all book. If it, if it doesn't have juicy details, it won't sell. Absolutely. All right. So let's move on to, mm-hmm. so everybody sure. out there, wear a mask, double sight, just go and vote in person. Let's, let's call Donald Trump's bluff because he's such a coward. He can't win anything by the book. He always has to cheat. And it's amazing to me that everybody that stands behind him, you're all co-conspirators, and you will pay the price. So let's move on to the vice president uh, for the Democratic Mm -hmm. Party. And here is Joe Biden talking about Donald Trump already attacking her, which, by the way, is historic. He picked a black female, Asian also. Here we go. I'm going to keep your mic open. Calling Kamala, quote, nasty. Whining about how she's, quote, mean to his appointees. It's no surprise because whining is what Donald Trump does best. She said horrible things about Biden. She said far worse about Biden than I ever did. And now she's running as vice president. So how does that work? America is crying out for leadership. Yet we have a president who cares more about himself than the people who elected him. She's radical left. Now she tries to pretend she's not, but she's the most liberal person in the U.S. Senate. And so what do you just, think? What do you think of Camilla Harris? Is that a good vice president I, pick? I think that Kamala Harris is an excellent vice president pick for a variety of reasons. She's more to the center than me on policy. I generally am a little bit further left than her on policy, but I think that she is a good pick for the ticket and this race. Um, I think that she brings some uh, dynamism and energy from the West Coast, which was always going to vote for Biden, but also um, can be a big difference maker in swings in other places like Nevada and Arizona. Um, I also think that she will energize the um, African-American and Asian-American vote, uh, South Asian vote, um, which is tends to go democratic already. But if she can shave say 5% of the South Asians who were going to vote for Trump and now vote for Biden, that could be the difference between winning and losing the election, especially in uh, Pennsylvania, where there's a pretty large population, and Minnesota, where there's a pretty large population. Um, also, I think that uh, having a woman on the ticket is fantastic, and a woman of color is obviously historic. Um, in terms of her negatives, um, I think that the right is already having a hard time finding um, a way to attack her. Um, I think that they're going to look pretty stupid if they try to attack her on being too tough on crime, which that's the kind of left-wing attack on her because she was a prosecutor. Um, I think they're going to look pretty stupid about that because of Trump's law and order 
chest pounding. Um, and then if they try to paint her as some sort of leftist, some sort of, you know, Bernie Sanders clone, it's just not true. Her record doesn't come close to that. So, um, I mean, not that it being not true has stopped the Republican propaganda machine, and they're I'm already suggesting that she's not um, eligible because her parents were not born in the United States, even though she, even though she was. Um, and so, you know, there's going to be a propaganda machine, but I think overall it was a good pick, and overall um, I think it was a safe pick, but a safe pick was a right pick given the environment right now. Um, and I think that it does slightly raise Biden's chances of winning, and anything that raises Biden's chances of winning is good. Well, I think a new poll came out today. First of all, they raised $26 million in 20, the 21st 24 hours. $26 million. That's amazing. That's, that's a hell of an, a, a rake. Right. And then today they actually met with uh, coronavirus people. You know, they, they have their own medical team ready to go. Mm-hmm. What I think would be mm-hmm. so funny is if Dr. Farouchi said, screw Trump and went on Biden's team. Well, but, uh, Fauci, let you go ahead doesn't he work for and, like the National Institutes of Health or something? I, I believe he's um, nonpartisan. So he could work for Biden, too. Uh, after, if Biden were elected, he's a, um, I believe Fauci is a federal government employee. All right, my friend. Thank you for giving us that extra time. Here's your closing argument. Thank you. So my closing argument is the same as it has been for the last several weeks. Vote, vote, vote. Vote early. If you feel comfortable, vote early and in person. Um help register your friends to vote. This election is not necessarily about Joe Biden or about any particular policy, healthcare, criminal justice reform, whatever moves you. This election is about the future of America and the rule of law and our constitutional system of order in general. This country cannot and will not survive another four years of Donald Trump. Please, please, please vote for Democrats up and down the ticket, vote for them for the Senate, for the House of Representatives, and for state office. Um, That is my closing argument. Thank you so much again, John, for having me on and giving me this platform. Absolutely, my friend. See you next week. All right, guys, that's Almost Woolridge with our Law of Politics, talking about a couple of different things. One is talking about how Donald Trump is sabotaging the mailing system by two things. He's got a friend of his as the U.S. Postal General And he's refusing to fund anyone or any money to the post office to help them get ready for mail-in votes. So now I say, put a mask on, put two masks on. Let's challenge Donald Trump and call his bluff. Go vote in person so you know your vote counts. This is All You Need to Know Radio. I'm your host, John Hollywood. Make sure you follow us on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, And don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Sometimes it goes up on hot summer days, and sometimes it goes down when there's a lot of energy on the grid. 
but most of the time, it stays right around here. Now, all those other guys, you know, the ones that have been preying on you, your parents, and your neighbors for the past 20 years, they buy electricity at the wholesale price, mark it up, and then sell it to you at a fixed rate. And they don't just mark it up by a little, but by a lot. All the way up here a lot. These are savings that should be going into your pockets. Instead, they pay less while you continue to pay the same fixed rate up here all the time, until Gritty Cash. We use technology and industry expertise to build a platform that cuts out unnecessary costs and connects you directly to the wholesale price of electricity. There are no markups, no contracts, and no early termination fees. For a monthly membership subscription, you're only charged what it costs to produce and transport your energy. It really is that simple. Go to GoGritty.com to learn more. For people living with HIV, keep being you and ask your doctor about the carbon. Victarvi is a complete, one-pill, once-a-day treatment used for HIV in certain adults. It's not a cure, but with one small pill, Victarvi fights HIV to help you get to and stay undetectable. That's when the amount of virus is so low, it cannot be measured by a lab test. Research shows people who take HIV treatment every day and get to and stay undetectable can no longer transmit HIV through sex. Serious side effects can occur, including kidney problems and kidney failure. Rare, life-threatening side effects include a buildup of lactic acid and liver problems. Do not take Victarvi if you take dofetilide or rifampin. Tell your doctor about all the medicines and supplements you take if you are pregnant or breastfeeding, or if you have kidney or liver problems, including hepatitis. If you have hepatitis B, do not stop taking Victarvi without talking to your doctor. Common side effects were diarrhea, nausea, and headache. If you're living with HIV, keep loving who you are and ask your doctor if Victarvi is right for you. Helper from investors. I wish I had bought Amazon or Netflix when they were first recommended by The Motley Fool. I'd be sitting on a gold mine. And it's true. If you had invested in Amazon when we send a buy alert at $15.31 per share, you'd be up 12,000%. Or if you had invested in Netflix when we recommended it at $1.85 per share, you'd be up 18,000%. And while Amazon and Netflix have had a good run, we think these five other stocks are screaming buys. And you can buy them now for less than $49 a share. You can grab a copy of five growth stocks under $49 for free for a limited time only. Now, don't look back five years from now regretting that you failed to act. Simply click to enter your email, and we'll send you your five free stock picks directly to your inbox. Two, three. All right, everybody, welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood, and that is Sweet Home Alabama, one of my favorite songs. So when Almost and I were talking, we were talking about uh, the vice president has picked a black, an Asian woman, making it historic, uh, and their event raised over $26 million dollars in the first 24 hours. So let's read from um, AOL.com. The event, the event began about an hour late. We're going to tell you about what happened, how they did, how they introduced her to the world. Uh, a Montonius candidate aside, the surreal 
nature of the scene was not only a woman of color stepping into the role of that would be a national executive, but doing so in the most empty high school gym. Mass reporters nearly outnumber the campaign aides and the candidates, uh, candidates' families, members in a grim reminder of the coronavirus pandemic that has killed almost over 165,000 Americans. While yielding depression-level unemployment and the war, <laughs> war, war, ward, word, excuse me, war, war two level national deficits, and any other presidential election, vice president picks are greeted with, with adoring, yelling and clapping and screaming. Harris was given a profile of almost certainly could have expected and even more as enthusiastic welcome. But that's the age we're living in right now is the coronavirus, guys. And because of that, that's what we've got. You know, the vice president or the uh, former vice president, Joe Joe Biden, introduced uh, his VP pick, making statements that, you know, she was strong. She's going to know how to she'll be ready on day one. And it's so funny how the Democrats keep saying Joe Biden is in a a basement. He was so rock. I mean, just hit it out of the park yesterday. He didn't seem sloppy. He didn't seem slow, slow. I'm trying to think about all the stupid things that Donald Trump says about people. It is so funny because Donald Trump makes gasp on. He mispronounces word. I think he mispronounced Yosemite. He called him Yosinamites, which that went crazy on Twitter. And the thing is, is that Donald Trump has to understand, or I guess he doesn't have to understand, but don't his followers see what is going on and just how transparent he is being? And just, it's sad. It's, you watch this guy, he wants to win so badly that he's willing to do anything to make sure it happens. But the world can't take another four years of Donald Trump because he's such a liar. I mean, he lot. It was funny today at the press conference that he holds that I can hardly watch because he just lies constantly. He stands up there, not even standing up straight because that is, those are the signs of a real man. He just doesn't even stand up straight. And this one reporter says, Mr. Trump, do you feel bad about lying to the American people over 13,000 times since you've been in office? And it so took Donald Trump off guard. He said, who's lied 13,000 times? And the reporter yelled back, you have, sir, you have. And guess what? That reporter was escorted out without Donald Trump ever answering that simple question. Don't you feel bad about lying to the American people every single day? I mean, your kids have got to look at you and think you're the biggest loser. And right now, make, make no mistake, they, they like you and love you because you're their daddy. But you are just a, li- a liar in chief. I mean, 13,000 times in less than four years. Donald Trump, you should be ashamed of yourself. And, you know, today I was watching the news, local news here in Dallas, Texas, and this one father – is having to go to food banks to feed his family now because of Donald Trump. And 
this one father was a Mexican American. He was a he was a citizen. He had four kids in the back seat. He's been in line since 5 a.m. this morning, and they told him, like at 10:30, the food was all gone. And that just broke my heart because what these the Republicans and the Democrats and especially Donald Trump need to understand, you guys are fucking with people's lives, and it, it's just so sad. Like thinking that we're not worth six hundred dollars a week, but a senator that sits on his ass and is Miss McConnell probably makes more hundred dollars a week is what they make, and so Donald Trump said he was the hero last week about all these executive orders. Where are they? What's going on with them? Nobody's asking about them. I don't know anything about them. It's just really sad. So. You know, but besides the fact that Donald Trump is just a loser, it's it's just pathetic that that's where our country is at this point. But that's what it is. I mean, that's where we are. And it's not going to get any better until Donald Trump is out of office. And once he's out of office, that would be incredible. That music needs you need to take a break and pay some bills. This is John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio. When we come back, the coronavirus versus the classroom versus Donald Trump. Who do you think is going to win? Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. We're brought to you by the PB Entertainment Group. Find them on all social media. I think I found my dream car. It turns out they want me to start next month. She can stay with you to finish your senior year? Of course she can. (laughs) Hey, want to drive? Really? Do you think we can do this, Rob? Things will be tight, but we can make this work. That's great. Here we go. Now. Wait, Grandpa, what about your dream car? This is my dream now. (laughs) Principal, we can help you plan for that. Not the doubts, distractions, or voice in my head. And certainly not arthritis. New Voltaren provides powerful arthritis pain relief to help me keep moving. And it can help you too. Feel the joy of movement. With Voltaren. You're not just making a website. You're making an impact with your blog, small business, or side hustle. It all starts when you first log into your Bluehost account. We'll help guide you through the basic decisions for setting up your new WordPress site. It's the get-to-know-you phase of our new relationship. Then check out our all-in-one dashboard, which makes it easy to manage all the major functions of your website. Think of it as your site's stylish new headquarters. 
From here, you can choose from hundreds of custom themes for the design you want, discover and install essential plugins for the features you need, and you've got yourself a website that can sell, share, and do almost anything. Then take your website even further with smart marketing tools that boost your site in search results and help draw in the largest crowd. Whether you're new to WordPress or a seasoned pro, our experts are just a chat, email, or phone call away to help you turn a good site into an amazing site. So come on, ready to make your impact? Start building today with Bluehost, the perfect place to WordPress. everybody welcome back to all you need to know radio i am your host john hollywood thank you so much for joining us tonight we are sponsored by the pb entertainment group and you can find them on all social media make sure you understand that we make sure you tell them you heard about us on all you need to know radio also remember to follow us on facebook instagram twitter tumblr um Every social media site out there, I mean, we're, we're on them. It's just incredible. So I said uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, and we'll, there's a couple of other ones I'm missing here. I cannot think of them right now. However, it's any social media that is around, guys, we, we're on it. Trust me. We're on YouTube, by the way. And remember, after the show... You can go to uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Alexa, play All You Need to Know Radio, and boom, you've got us. All right, so let's move to the coronavirus versus the classrooms versus Donald Trump. So if you can believe it or not, in South Florida, parents are being asked to sign a waiver And I'm actually trying to get this to come up so we can look at it. But it says there's another dilemma some parents are facing when it comes to educating their kids this fall. NBC6 found a Boward County charter school is sending out legal waivers telling parents if if it's not their responsibility if their child gets COVID-19 while taking personal programs in school now understand the president of the united states is insisting i mean demanding screaming and yelling at the top of his voice almost every day that he wants everybody back in school and now they want him to sign a waiver would you sign a waiver let me tell you i would not sign a waiver not to mention you know donald trump said over and over that young kids cannot get the coronavirus and they cannot transfer they can't give it to other people that's a blatant lie and you have to listen to science and not this crazy man from oompa loompa land that has just lost his mind i mean he was talking about things the other day like uh, something that had happened back in 1918 it actually happened in 1817 or something like that yet he says joe biden is not already all there so 
I don't understand how Donald Trump thinks that all these parents need to get their kids into school. You know, my brother has five kids, and I am so happy that they are all staying home, and they are all being um, – they're taking their classes online. Do they like that? No. We want to live, though. You know, the whole thing is that Donald Trump, you know, goes back and forth about wearing a mask, not wearing a mask. And the problem with that is that his followers follow him so closely, he probably could have saved thousands and thousands of lives. But he's so egotistical, and all he worries about is how things make him look. He just doesn't get it. And, you know, I've come to this conclusion about several things that Donald Trump talks about. He just can't sell it to the American people anymore because the surprise and the stunningness is just gone when he makes, you know, calls a woman nasty. You know, that's a sexist statement from the president of the United States. What a disgrace. I mean, and why women's groups are not coming out of the, you know, out of the trees Screaming and yelling at the top of their lungs that the president of the United States will not be tolerated making these types of statements. You know, we talked about he's trying to steal the vote by not funding the post office. I think that there needs to be the same situation that happened with Richard Nixon, and that's that we need to storm the White House. Everybody, guys, right now Donald Trump thinks he's invincible, but if thousands and thousands of people are standing in front of the White House protesting peacefully, you know, they already put up a bigger uh, fence because Donald Trump is so scared he has to go hide in his bunker. He's the one hiding in a bunker in a basement, not Joe Biden. The thing is, is that Donald Trump knows what happens if he doesn't win the election. He knows that it's a very bleak future for him. You know, in October, I almost was talking about this. And that is Michael Cohen's book comes out. And I'm going to do some research on that, but almost was talking about that he thinks it's going to be one of the biggest tell-alls of anything having to do with Donald Trump. So this is that the Green Tree Prepetarian Charter in Southwest Ranches is an A-rated school that has gifted programs and focuses on math and science. Donald Trump's not going to like that. They're focusing on science. There must be nothing. There must be something wrong with that because Donald Trump skipped that in his, when he went to school. I don't even know if Donald Trump actually graduated high school because he's that stupid. He talks like a five-year-old child. He has the the speech. It, it, it's ridiculous. And when when you read his post on Twitter, which I try not to do as much as I can, but it's just sad. I mean, the president of the United States used to be somebody that was highly looked upon. Not anymore. Not anymore. People just are like, get away from me. You know, this guy is just as evil as they come. And it's so sad that the Senate is not going to do anything about it. It's just ridiculous. All right. So let's move on to our entertainment watch. Our entertainment watch is actually going to be sports news today. When the Dallas Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones, announced to the world that there will be people's bodies in the stands at all of his games. He says, Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones, says AT&T Stadium 
has naturally built airflow that can help keep the fans safe. I'm really proud that we have the stadium to work with. Cowboys' first home game is September 20th versus Jones. Seems intent on having at least some fans there. Well, remember, he can only have, I believe, 25 or 50%. And that's just crazy to me because football is a contact sport. And um, it's not being actually received that well. I'm trying to see exactly what people are saying. So I'm looking at Twitter, and it says, hashtag Cowboy Jones, Jerry Jones, on the issue of fan capacity, will adhere to all fan protocols and adapt them to the uniqueness of the stadium, says that will have their challenges. People will be there on their own volition. Fans there because they have chosen to be there. Once again, Jerry, this is from Twitter. This is James Slater. Owner Jerry Jones doesn't have expectations on the fan size, yet says dealing with a moving target, but sweet capacity gives them control, extra control, and an extra 3 million square feet capacity to where people will not be, can be spread apart without any big deal, and he will not speculate on what the numbers he thinks will happen. So, is this where we are? I mean, college football has been canceled pretty much. Uh, the Big Ten and the Big 12 all have set aside and said they're not going to play football. So I'm wondering, I guess there's one more that's the top 12 or something like that. But are they going to have people sign, you know, affidavits or contracts basically saying that they're not responsible for anything having to do with the coronavirus, if you get it. I mean, how stupid do these people think we are? Seriously, I mean, Jerry Jones, I understand that he, he would, he'll lose like $5 billion if there are no fans in his stadium. But what about the, the health of the Americans that will go in there? And yes, they are doing it by their own choice. Nobody said they're smart because a lot of them are dumb as rocks. They've always already proven that by 165,000 people plus have died from this. And people are still saying it's a hoax. Seriously. I, I, I just, I don't understand what in the world is going on with this. And what I do want to say is I want to say that everybody needs to call their senators and tell them to get back to work and pass a stimulus package. And yes, it needs to pay the $600 bonus. We will be looking at our site to find out if we can get it done with, um, to find out where his executive orders stand. Because like I said, I'm not actually sure what his executive orders did, if anything. So, That's the situation there, and I don't know anything else to say except please be safe and please take care of your family. Let's move on to our song pick of the week. This really made me smile when this song went already to number two on iTunes. It's because of the twins, but this is Phil Collins in the air. Just listen to the magic of the song, and this is Phil Collins, and this is All You Need to Know Radio's song pick of the week. And it's not new, but it's dangerous. Take a listen.
right, guys. So we're going to close out tonight a little different. We're going to close out with Lady Gaga and Shallow. I'm John Hollywood, your host. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Make sure you can listen to our show on Spotify, Google Play, uh, Alexa Play, All You Need to Know Radio, Sprecker.com, blogtalkradio.com. Make sure you follow us on all your social media. Call your senators. Tell them you're worth $600, and there will be severe consequences if they do not. This is tonight. This is uh, one more time Lady Gaga and shallow good night live from dallas texas take care of each other and keep preaching for the stars because that's where it all begins never let anyone tell you how to love who to love or how to make your dream come true if you go outside make sure that you wear a mask in dallas texas fyi judge clay jenkins just told us there are evictions on hold until august the 20th so that's some good news Good night. Aren't you tired trying to fill that void? Or do you need more? Ain't it hard?